0: Welcome to I'm Uncomfortable, I'm Vanessa, and I'm Melissa, and we've been friends since everybody's favorite time of life, puberty.
1: Like most people who thought cutting their own bangs was a good idea, we're professionals in feeling that itchy, cringy,
0: out-of-place awkwardness. Join us as we unapologetically explore the topics that make us cringe, and how to be okay with it.
1: Now let's get uncomfortable.
0: Welcome back, everyone, to a brand new episode of I'm Uncomfortable. Let's start off, as we always do, with talking about what's made us uncomfortable this week. Melissa, let's start with you. How? What's made you uncomfortable?
1: Well, it's summertime, so therefore, it's been hotter than usual. I suppose it's, it is usual that it is hot in summer, but I'm just complaining about weather. It's just been hot, and I don't have air conditioning in my house mm. so it's been a transition it feels like it was all of a sudden that it was really hot but that's the main thing that's been making me uncomfortable
0: how about you uh definitely can relate glad I have AC finally uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I've so I don't know it's it's minor but to me it matters I've been really trying to build this habit of reading for 10 minutes in the morning before work like you know after my shower while my hot water for my coffee is boiling and I just I really I haven't been successful the most I've been able to squeeze in before having to rush to a zoom meeting is seven minutes and it's just really nagging at me because I really want to do it and I just haven't I just need to get up earlier, which means I have to sleep a little earlier. Oh, God. It just – I really want it to happen. So that's what's – I mean,
1: <laughs> I commend you for even setting that type of goal because on the other side of the spectrum, I confess that I have 8 a.m. calls and luckily, they're not Zoom calls. Um, but I have recently just rolled over and put in my headphones and dialed into the conference line and try to sound awake. Shame so I commend you. you for it. Uh, <laughs> I commend you for doing, um, trying to instill these habits into your life, which actually leans into what we're going to be discussing today, which is the idea of self-help. So we'll be discussing this idea, movement, and industry really of self-help. So when you do a Google search, which is typically what Vanessa usually does in this (laughs) podcast, so this is new for me, the definition there is that it is the use of one's own efforts and resources to achieve things without relying on others. Hmm. which, eh, you okay. know, sounds interesting. Um, but I what I found more interesting was when I looked up some data in regards to self-help as an industry, because as we know, and as we've seen in our social media feeds, a lot of the influencers that at least I have seen have transitioned in the past couple of years to be more of like a lifestyle self-help mm-hmm. angle in regards to their content. So research done by this company called market data enterprises which is a leading independent market research publisher they've released their latest edition of its 354 page report entitled the u.s market for self-improvement products and services the major findings that i found interesting was that first of all they estimate that this self-improvement market in the united states was worth eleven billion dollars in twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's so a lot of money. it really is. And versus nine point three eight billion that it was estimated at in twenty sixteen, which wow. means that it grew about eighteen percent in two years. Okay. So this growth was fueled by the growth in personal coaching services, self help books and audiobooks, which we will be talking about, and weight loss programs. And what I also found interesting was the fact that traditionally the audience and the demographic for self-improvement or self-help content or the industry is the baby boomers. Really? Which I never thought. Yeah. So okay. Yeah this study was showing that while they are still an important group in this market the tide is shifting towards millennials now. So which makes a lot of sense. Okay. Because we are adults now? (laughs) Yeah I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought that that was interesting in terms of the industry of self-help.
0: Huh. I definitely thought that it was more of like a millennial thing, but I suppose Mm -hmm. it makes sense. Yeah, Um, they
1: need help too. You know, baby baby boomers need help. Well, like you said, we are adults now, so let's dive into the topic. So what about the idea of self-help used to make or still makes you uncomfortable?
0: I mean, I, I don't know. I, I didn't think I needed it in the past. <laughs> I just I felt like it wasn't that big of a fad growing up. Um, and now I'm like, oh, I guess maybe it was a fad, just I was a kid, so I didn't care.
1: We ain't trying to self-help ourselves as kids.
0: No, I was not trying to self-help myself at like 13 years old. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I guess the thing that makes me uncomfortable is just the idea, I think, of admitting that you need help or that you don't know how to do something Uh, can be really scary. and. I, it can be hard to say like, hey, I don't, I don't know. Um, but you know, now, that, now that I'm thinking, oh my god, I can't get the baby boomers thing out of my mind. And now I have a funny <laughs> story for you. Um, I actually remember finding one of my mom's self help books on wow. parenting. Yeah, and I remember getting super pissed at about like with her about it because I was it was a parenting book, and so I thought. That that meant that I was a problem. Like, I was too much to handle and therefore she needed help. But now as an adult, I get it. I guess <laughs> I used to think that, like, at 18, I would just get some kind of adult software update and suddenly know <laughs> how to do The this. latest iOS the adult latest
1: update. package
0: <laughs> That I was wrong. And now I understand I was probably a little monster and she probably did need help. So, <laughs> if I Bless could go her back in time for help. <laughs> kid me to like give my mom (laughs) some credit like no like be like like stop like don't get mad at her for reading this parent book like she needs the help and you're crazy
1: (laughs) maybe it was warranted that she (laughs) was reading that book
0: honestly maybe but what about enough about me and my mom (laughs) what about you what what's what about self-help made you uncomfortable
1: well after thinking about it i it for me what makes me currently uncomfortable is it's is that i get spurts of being really good at doing the self-help thing like for example in the beginning of all this quarantine i was like i'm going to work out every other day i've been making i've been the list queen which i still think i'm really great at doing lists but i was doing it like daily and then like (laughs) reflecting on my my days and listing like quarantine goals and categorizing those goals oh my gosh and i was doing so well but in melissa fashion i probably was doing too much Mm. and then i get spurts of really sucking at self-help which Like, for example, like today, it was the first time that I actually worked out in like a month and a half or two months, actually, (laughs) because, you know, (laughs) it was just a lot. I like burnt myself out from all my self-help. So I think that's what makes me uncomfortable. I'm still trying to figure out how to better balance all of these things that I'm trying to instill into my life. And actually, another thing that more recently makes me uncomfortable is Through the exercise of preparing for this podcast episode, I took an inventory of the self-help books that I've read or are in the middle of reading or have on my list. And a lot of them were written or created by white men. And that Mm. again pisses me off. I'm like, what the hell? But I guess my saving grace there is that I do, I did look at the books that I have in my queue and a lot of those are written by people of color. So I'm really excited to get into those.
0: I'm glad you need to recommend those to me because I've also noticed that my self-help library was a bunch of white men and (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I cannot relate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. So it sounds like both of us have had really interesting journeys with self-help. So why are you currently interested in it? Why do you keep pursuing it even though you might get burned out or like do too much? Why do you care?
1: Why do I care? That's a great question.
0: (laughs) Why do you care?
1: Why do you care? (laughs) I don't know. I care too much. I think that's a problem for another episode. But um, in terms of why I became interested in self-help, I I was trying to think about the origins and when I started to become interested. And I I recognized that it was in late college and early post-grad. During this duration of time in my life where I was feeling this impending doom of actual adulthood looming behind me oh my gosh (laughs) and maybe that's just the like (laughs) darkness of my soul in my brain but I was also going through a lot psychologically and emotionally and I'm I'm very much like a strategic person so I was searching for tools to help me with the management and organization of all of that of all of this beautiful mess that is my brain and my emotions and feelings oh I'm um, glad you
0: call it a beautiful mess. It's
1: a beautiful mess um, <laughs> but yeah I I'm interested in in it now because I realize that it is an ongoing process it's a constant goal of mine through the years to do better and maybe that's huh. putting a lot of pressure on myself and maybe that's why Melissa does too much and and burns out but you know, it's still
0: a goal. Well, I have a, I have a book recommendation for you. (laughs) Don't you worry. It talks just (laughs) all about that problem. It's just, okay. Well, I'm just, it's interesting to hear. I'm like stuttering over my words. I'm so excited and nervous. (laughs) It's just interesting to hear that you started getting invested into the idea of self-help in late college. Mm -hmm. Uh, I very much was finishing college on top of the world I felt like I had it figured out because I had gotten a job early. Things are falling into place. I was just ending college in a really amazing space, like personally. And, you know, I started working and things were chugging along and it got really hard. And (laughs) it just got to this point where I realized that there was just so much I didn't know. And there was so much Mm. I wasn't taught And the uh, adult software update never actually... Never arrived. Arrived. (laughs) Got lost in the mail. It got lost. I don't know. Maybe the post office lost my package. But to be really brutally honest, I just got to a point where I was just fed up. I was fed up with my financial situation, fed Mm -hmm. up with my seeming inability to deal with my personal life uh, and, you know, the different emotions that come with moving into the workforce, being an adult, being truly, truly on your own. Um, And uh, I just got mad. And that's when... (laughs) (laughs) I got mad. Anger as a motivator. Yes. It is. But that's when I started seeking out, what do I do? How do I get out of debt? How do I manage this weird feeling that I'm having? Like, what? So...
1: That's Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very much millennial of us to be like, ugh, adulting. I think that's what the Gen Zers are making fun of the millennials about is... Ugh, adulting that's one of the things yes. but you know here we are we're millennials we accept that and we're do- you know we're using utilizing these tools to help ourselves be better at adulting so at
0: least we're doing something about it
1: Cuz. yes so give us some credit gen z
0: talk to me when you had to deal with dial up
1: okay <laughs> what we really need in this world is for gen z and millennials to Join forces and take down the boomers. Anyways, that's a different topic. Oh my gosh. Speaking of topics. <laughs> no! What a fun transition. <laughs> like, pow pow, move on. <laughs> All right, let's go on, move on to the next thing. In terms of topics, what topics? Are most interesting to you, Vanessa? In terms, oh, of I, see, I see how you
0: got that. Yeah. Okay, I see where you picked that up. <laughs> All right. Well, like I mentioned before, my finances were in shambles and yeah. shambles. I love that word, absolute shambles. And I just felt this gap, and I thought, what What is happiness? I started asking myself <laughs> these oh, questions. No. What is Same. the meaning of life? No, but. <laughs> just I okay well I and so along those lines the the big topics that truly called out to me were personal finance real estate productivity and happiness like I'm currently reading this uh rereading rather this amazing book called designing your life highly recommend and it goes over how to analyze yourself in terms of what are your strengths dislikes when you're experiencing flow at work um Mm. and which like buckets of your life are more full or less full so you can figure out what is currently working for you and how to enhance what you already have so i'm i'm a fan it was recommended by one of our good friends so if you're looking for something along those lines definitely recommend uh designing your life how about you what topics are are you all about right now
1: i i I've always been into organization. I think as... Yes, you
0: have. I really
1: (laughs) have. Wow. I feel like attacked and seen at the same time. Um,
0: (laughs) That was the goal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So organization has always been, I I don't want to say passion because that's
0: makes me feel gross but um why no organization is hello Marie Kondo
1: organization is her passion this is true sorry Marie Kondo no shade I just I guess I haven't accepted that as like a
0: accepted okay fine okay it's okay to be you
1: fine (laughs) I didn't know this was a therapy session (laughs) okay organization so I've, I've read a lot about and I've listen to podcasts about journaling or planners and things like that and it's always been something that interested interested me and and then in combination with the topic of thought and feeling processing like really good diving into psychology and I like utilizing science to help me understand that the things that I'm feeling are normal for a human beings to
0: feel. <laughs> Like is this supposed to happen to my body? I don't know. I'm right.
1: Sure. <laughs> so things that combine this organization journaling with that thought and feeling processing, um, and the book that comes to mind is not really like a book per se. It's it's like mm-hmm. an activity journal. It's this fifty two lists for happiness. It's a weekly journaling for positivity, balance, and joy. It's um, by.
0: okay list queen i love here with the list
1: book (laughs) i really do love lists and it's so and it's like really pretty and aesthetic inside and every single week you have a list to do there's 52
0: lists can i just tell you i saw that book at maybe urban outfitters when browsing at the mall was still a thing and i picked it up and i looked inside and i thought to myself how horrid Like what an idea, and how horrid that I wouldn't want to try it. And
1: I... I love that. I gave this book to my girl cousins for Christmas. <laughs> oh my
0: god!
1: How, how dare so you?
0: I mean, I'm I'm no, happy. I love that journey for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for you specifically, but anyways, other than the shade that was just thrown my way, um, I also enjoy. Leadership skill development. So leadership skill development and then also, again, tying in that whole feeling processing thing. What comes to mind and what made me laugh when I was trying to think of what I would answer here was freaking chicken soup for the teenage soul. Do you remember reading those? Yes. I love chicken soup Loved. books.
0: Loved.
1: Loved. <laughs> I felt like I was like in touch with my teenage self. Oh my like, they, these stories, they understood my struggle and i feel like that was my gateway into the self-help world was through those books it was very interesting but anyways Ooh. that was those are the topics that so interest form. me
0: <laughs> all right well chicken soup for the teenage soul definitely a classic are you i'm wondering do you still read that how do you is not a teenager anymore <laughs> Or like, okay, so maybe I should rephrase my question. Are you still reading books or are you doing podcasts? How are you getting your self-help on?
1: Melissa no now does not know how to read no more. (laughs) Just kidding. No, I do read talk. (laughs) Apparently. I know that was on purpose, okay. I was trying to sound uneducated. Anyways, so in terms of how I absorb my information. Um, in the past couple of years, I've definitely upped my podcast game. A lot of it I won't list here, but one of the ones that I that was my gateway into the podcast self-help realm um, was The School of Greatness by Lewis Howes. And what I love about his podcast is that he interviews a different person every single Week, I think. I think it's a weekly podcast. It might be even more often. Hmm. Um, And what I enjoyed about it, and what I enjoy about a lot of the podcasts that I listen to, is that they have them uploaded as videos onto YouTube. So I can see the people that he's talking to. And I love learning through people's experiences. And that's essentially what that podcast is. Um, So essentially, it's a mixture of podcasts, audio books, physical books so yeah that's how i how i've divided and conquered my self-help absorption how about you all right
0: i see you uh podcasts were also my gateway drug into the self-help world um well when we were driving to work it was the best vehicle to absorb information yeah uh but now it's kind of shifted books uh ebooks now are just easier for me to access and I can read them at any time. Apparently, except for in the morning when I really want to read them. (laughs) Still annoyed. (laughs) You'll get there. Uh, I just, yeah. I want to like audiobooks. I don't know if you have tried. I love audiobooks. I really want to like them, but I just get too, if I'm not driving, I can't do an audiobook. I just get too distracted. Like, I'll start cleaning and think, wow, that's really dirty and then be thinking about the dirt and miss a chapter of said book
1: interesting because I utilize because I don't have I never had a really long commute to work which is not a brag but it's reality (laughs) um I never had time really to listen to podcasts in my car so what I would do is whether I am going on a walk or I'm washing dishes or doing laundry I'm Mm. I'm either listening to a podcast or I'm listening to an audiobook because I can wash dishes and have my headphones in and listen to a chapter of an ebook.
0: Well, I think the important thing here is if you're listening and trying to figure out how to get into self-help, clearly, just find a way that works for you. Squeeze it in wherever you can. Right. Uh, I Some funny books that I had mid beginning to mid, middle of my self-help journey were um, You Do You and Get Your Shit Together by Sarah Knight. <laughs> Those books were hilarious, very easy to read, uh, very relatable. I also started listening to these two gentlemen who call themselves the minimalists. They have they have it all. They have a blog, they have a podcast, a book, a documentary on Netflix. They have it all. Me, and they okay, Can I just can I just butt in real quick
1: on, on the minimalists? I don't want to a realist, but On one of Vanessa's trips down to Los Angeles, she asked me, what are you doing on this weekend? And I was like, why? (laughs) Sure, I do want to hang out. What are we doing? And she's like, we're going to (laughs) go watch a speaking opportunity hosted by The Minimalist. They're filming this new documentary or whatever, which I never saw, by the way. I don't know. What I
0: don't did know. With. I don't know if it ever actually made it into said documentary or if they Anyways, finished
1: it. Yeah, we saw The Minimalist live, <laughs> y'all. That's how I deep did. she was in I was. the self-help game.
0: Well, listen, I definitely still listen to them uh, t- mm-hmm. from time to time. I do recommend them just because they really help me adapt a more minimalistic lifestyle and and really shift my view. I was heavy in the consumerism and the hoarding and the being in debt, and they helped me, a lot of their work helped me shift my mindset around debt and owning things and and getting rid of things and being okay with that. So bonus, it saved me money. (laughs) So highly recommend. And then if you are a real estate junkie, I def recommend the Bigger Pockets podcast. I almost stumbled over that really quick right there uh but they they have amazing interviews with different you know real estate uh both like experts and also beginners so that's, oh, that's awesome yeah i know I
1: have a newsletter as well Like a they new
0: do newsletter. they have so much but i and i have like three of their books i digress i filled my days those are like my main things in the beginning <laughs> and it's progressed since then um yeah so that was uh, those are my beginnings and my recommendations some of my recommendations
1: awesome from the the stories that we've both shared so far, and in terms of our experiences in this journey, we always use the word journey of self-help.
0: <laughs> Everything's a <in> journey.
1: <laughs> it seems like it's been mainly a solo adventure yeah. type of endeavor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am curious to hear about your our both of our recent experiences from your perspective, because as we both know, we have recently involved ourselves in a book club where we are reading what I consider a self-help book um, in tune with the times right now is overcoming our racism the journey to liberation Um, so we're both reading this book along with a a, a handful of other awesome women that are reading it and we're currently in the midst of this but I want to know what your perspective is in terms of Self help as a solo adventurer and now transitioning Mm -hmm. into this group setting, um, yes. Version.
0: Well, first of all, shout out to my girl Kim for starting this um, book club via Instagram. She just put up the book and said, Hey, who wants to, who'd be down to do a book club? Mm -hmm. And I was down and I dragged you into it, and here we are. I
1: forced, I like invited myself because I remember you (laughs) mentioning that you were going to join. I think it was on the podcast, one of our previous podcast episodes oh my where gosh, you mentioned was, it. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, hey, I want to be part of that. So <laughs> uh, now you I, invited, are. <laughs> I invited myself. Anyways,
0: continue. I, okay, so I appreciate it. You're right. Both of us have been doing very much solo journeys. And if you are listening and are considering self-help, in the beginning, it might be cool to be solo just because it can feel uncomfortable to to admit hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, But what I appreciate about the book club is having that accountability. You know, I need to read these chapters by this day and then being able to then process that information with other people. Because the downside of doing it on your own and not talking to anybody about it (laughs) is that you can't share in the ahas. You can't really share in the bits that confuse you. And it's, it's hard to keep yourself accountable when it starts to get hard to do the work that you set out to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I want to try, and I got to remember this because I'm going to say it and then not do it, but I do want to try branching out and trying to do more, maybe not a book club per se, but more community style yeah. self-help because uh, there's other people on the same journey as you and me and our listeners. and. right they have very similar struggles and it's actually surprising what you can learn from other people uh, yeah, when you it branch out. You,
1: it grants you a different perspective also, just in terms of what I've learned um, in the book club experience so far is that you may read, all will be reading the same book, but then you bring up specific excerpts from the book to discuss and you get five, six different perspectives. And I think that's awesome because you're, you're like tenfolding your, uh, education that you're gaining from it. So
0: yeah, again, Melissa trying to do too much. (laughs) Well, (laughs) one bite at a time. Uh, So I I know that if you're listening right now, it might seem like, oh, Melissa and Vanessa have really explored this self-help world and they're well on their journey. But in reality, it still has its moments of you know, awkwardness or being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get started, if you're wondering how do I become okay with exploring, Melissa, I have some ideas on how to be okay with self-help. But okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll give you some think time, as we like to say. <laughs> my my one big tip is to start small, Melissa. Uh, think <laughs> if you're really struggling, just think about one, 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 one think about one topic you want help with and see if there's a podcast on it. Mm -hmm. Maybe something that's only about 20 to 30 minutes so it doesn't feel like a huge time commitment. And find someone who works for you. Melissa and I previously mentioned that a lot of the people we were learning from were white males and that at times was really hard to digest and sit with because their experiences are not our yeah. experiences. So if you don't relate to that person or can't connect with them, the advice that they give you can be hard to implement because you just get defensive. Like, oh, that won't work for me because of this reason, or I can't do that because of this reason. Yeah, so you get
1: disconnected from the you message do. that is trying to be...
0: Convenient. To be, yeah, and I, I have an example. There's, there's a book called The Happiness Project, and it's actually a New York Times bestseller. It took me, God, a year to finish that book, mm. and the book is about creating happiness within a year. So it took me a whole year to read the, the damn thing, and it's just because she was a white woman. She lives in New York. She has a kid. She's married, and none of that matched my life to at your all. Story. No, not not even a little bit. So while maybe the advice or the stuff in the book was useful, it just it didn't relate to me. So If I could recommend, though, a really easy starter, um, maybe, Missy, you can benefit from this one. It's called Atomic Habits. (laughs) And Atomic Habits is all about starting with small, like, 1% changes. I will caveat it is by another white male, James Clear. However, I am recommending it because it did launch my whole reading in the AM habit, and it's a very easy read. It's not complicated at all. So,
1: Yeah, on the note of Habits... A book that I had the similar struggle with in terms of finishing because I didn't even finish it. I was three quarters of the way through um, and just kind of it fizzled out and I gave up was The Power of Habit.
0: Oh, why my gosh. We do
1: Yeah. Why We Do What We Do in Life and Business by Charles Duhigg? Duhigg. You
0: were reading that when I visited you in like mm, February?
1: Yeah. It took... <laughs> me such a long time i will say and it is by a white male um but it it's interesting in that it utilizes scientific studies to explain this concept of the habit loop which is really interesting and i, I find that interesting it's just really dense in his anecdotes on how he relates to the studies that mm. and the findings and i'm just like okay I get it like you know I
0: next yeah
1: next bring me to the next golden nugget of information that I can pull from this and it took I think just his style of writing was just not for me it's okay. just really long-winded I do maybe recommend like the first five chapters
0: you know what that book. that's fair sometimes things just don't work out and that's okay
1: yeah and just to echo what Vanessa has already said in terms of trying to ease your way into this self-help realm I also recommend podcasts just specifically podcast trailers a lot of podcasts do have like their very 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 first episode where they do explain about what that podcast is about um, just to do a little sampling of what may interest you and um, in regards to trying to identify what topics you may want to delve into and and learn about maybe you allow yourself some time to brainstorm about some of the goals that you have. And I highly recommend going back to like the organization and planning and lists, ma- list making. I use the passion planner for like three years in a row. This year I tried to f- do something different and that kind of imploded and I stopped using a formal planner <laughs> this year, which is uh, <laughs> drives me to anxiety right now. But um, I highly recommend the passion roadmap exercise that is in the beginning of a passion planner. I believe oh. you can go onto the passion planner website. Mm-hmm. I may be wrong. So definitely fact check me. Listeners. You can ask
0: someone. If, it's a great exercise. Oh. I, I've done it. Yeah. It's yes. Amazing.
1: Yes. It does. It This passion planner roadmap. Um, I think you can download it. I, or for a small fee or even for free, I don't know, but um, definitely check on that because I think it's a great way to really give yourself perspective on what your goals are in regards to chunks of time in your life. things that you can accomplish in the next three months, year, five years, ten years, or what what have you. and that can help you identify what topics you may need to learn more about in order to achieve said goals. So definitely recommend.
0: Bottom line: Whether you like to make lists or you're gonna go dive into a podcast, a book, whatever, the key thing is to just get Mm -hmm. started. It is okay to be uncomfortable with getting self help. Be kind to yourself.
1: Rip that band aid (laughs) Mm -hmm. off and just get started. It's okay to be feeling down on (laughs) you.
0: We support that journey for you. So thank you for listening. If you liked our show, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at imuncomfortable.podcast. We release new episodes every Tuesday, and we will talk to you next week. Bye.